0: this is drew ross welcome to the better you love drew podcast it's an amazing summer day i'm really 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 excited to be with you all today it's episode 49 We are a couple episodes away from one year under our belt with this podcast and quickly approaching episode 50, which is going to happen next week. I feel like all of this happened so quickly. I can't wait to actually drum up like a really good idea for what I'm going to do next week. When I think of it that way, it just makes me feel like I'm going to have to put a lot of work into it, but I know I'm going to come up with a good topic. It could be related to 50. It might not be. Regardless, it's going to be a great milestone so we can track halfway to 100, two away from a full year of podcasting. It's going to be, it's going to be really cool. I want to tell you all about my morning because it was really awesome. Just like being one away from 50 episodes. This morning was a really cool experience. I, I find it to be really cool. Honestly, a lot of people in Chicago have similar mornings to what I had earlier today, but my friend Harrison is in town for work. He currently lives in Nashville, Tennessee, so my goal for today when I knew I was going to be seeing him this morning was to play tourist. I really wanted to show him around the city of Chicago. He got here yesterday, but I had him this morning. I had a blocked off time to deliver on what the city has to offer, especially in the summertime. We... Know each other because we were actually roommates in college, junior and senior year at Auburn University. And we have stayed connected ever since graduating. We met freshman year. I actually messaged Harrison going into freshman year because I, I needed a roommate. There was this Facebook Messenger platform where you could connect with incoming freshmen. So essentially, it was like incoming class of 2014. And it was just a slew of names and faces and people that were incoming to the university. Knowing I needed a roommate, I scrolled through a list of people that had mutual friends to me on Facebook, and I just started messaging people that I believed I would enjoy living with or people that looked interesting or people that I might be friends with. At the time, without knowing him, I actually believed that he was going to be one of those people. Come to find out he actually was. So it wasn't a catfish friendship situation. He also at the time already had a roommate, but he gave me some like sound advice on others to reach out to some approaches to take as I narrowed down the roommate search and really just how to go about finding one because there were. More students from his high school that were attending Auburn than I had from my school. Like in my graduating class, only one other person was going to Auburn and he was on the golf team. So he had accommodations already set up for him, but Harrison knew way more people. So he was able to point me in that direction of finding a roommate, no problem. I, when he said no, I was like, that's totally fine. There are so many people on this list. I found another, I kept it moving. And to fast forward just a bit, we actually ended up joining the same fraternity unexpectedly. And then later realized that we had chatted before school started on Facebook. We then became good friends. We spent a ton of time together freshman year. And then we later turned into roommates and now tour guides for each other. So it's been really awesome. We're both really obsessed with fitness and the beach and the lake. So we did a Barry's class at 6.15 this morning. We then walked and got some drinks and some breakfast from a fun spot called Foxtrot. And then we walked for 45 minutes by the lake. We jumped in, drank those drinks, ate that breakfast, and then just started our days. Really was a great start to a July morning. The the water was like crystal clear. It was super smooth. So it was perfect conditions. Right before I actually sat down to record this episode, I was on the roof of my building because that's where I can get coffee. I was staring out the window, just really looking at how gorgeous it was outside, which is usually a distraction piece for me. And I was feeling jealous of the people that were tanning outside at 11.30 a.m. on the tanning chairs. So I got excited to record this. I was also a little bit jealous of the people that were just chilling and tanning. But then I realized I got to experience some of that this morning. Anyways, let's move into today's topic, which is a lot about making decisions from a place of abundance rather than scarcity, a topic we've talked about before, but today we're taking a bit of a different approach to it. So let's dive right in. Yesterday, I had an individual sign up for a consultation in the afternoon to learn more about partnering with a life coach. They'd actually signed up for it a few days ago, but the consultation was to be hosted yesterday afternoon. So I arrived at that call and I stayed on the call and I was alone because that person didn't show up. I operate with, whether it's a consultation or a client, a 10-minute grace period to be conscious of how I can then utilize that hour or however long we're meeting outside of the regularly scheduled meeting that we had set up. So when the 10 minutes was up, it was time to sign off. So that's what I did. I logged off. I sent a quick follow-up to that person that didn't show up, something to the effect of that I didn't see you on the call today. If you're wanting to reschedule, just let me know. And then I let it go. And that was that. I didn't spend any more time on it. I think, all in all, it was probably like a 15 to 20 minute time of my life yesterday. So, when that happened, when I was on the consultation, I noticed that the person wasn't going to be showing up. My brain started to get activated a little bit. It was like, what does this mean? you're not a good coach because they didn't show up. It was just a lot of drama, sort of in the beginning. But then when I got control of that, I just I was like, okay, I can actually become aware of what I'm thinking and move through this with ease. So I really didn't make it mean more than that, just a wait for 10 minutes, send a follow-up email. And I did so for a couple reasons. If this person is interested in returning to partner with a life coach, the problem that they are trying to solve is going to remind them of that. I don't have to send follow up emails, follow up calls to bring them back to the consultation. Because it's a little bit raspy, it's pushy. Also, it's just there is the person is coming to the call for a reason, and the problem that they're trying to solve is going to remind them of that. So, if they are looking to come back to the consultation, that's exactly what they're going to do. This is not the only potential client in the world. My time is better spent going out into the world and creating value outside of this consultation to find more potential dream clients and partnerships. This individual, it could have been a fluke moment. Like, obviously, I can't see into their life. So maybe something came up. And that's why, like, they didn't show up. And that's also why I planted like a follow-up email. So while logging off the call, I made it mean nothing about the person that didn't show up. There was no anger, stress, judgment. None of that was popping up when all of this was going on. They aren't lesser for not arriving. I think that's really important to recognize. And they're not lesser for booking and no no showing. And they're certainly, they're not a waste of time. They're none of those things. My thought process was that of abundance. It was if they want to return, they will if they really need my support, they're going to come back for it. And there are many more consultations to be had for people that will be showing up. Brooke Castillo, who is the founder of the Life Coach School, tells a funny story about how she would go on vacations for extended periods of time. And when she would get back, if her inbox was overwhelming, she would just delete everything in her inbox and just start fresh. And she knew That if somebody actually needed to reach her, they would be able to by sending a follow up email, calling her, texting her. Like in the abundant space of if they need to reach me, they totally will. And she's also has the mindset of I'm not going to be losing business by deleting these emails. There's so much business to be had that by just deleting these, I'm going to be able to find more. No problem. Living in scarcity surrounding this consultation would have sounded like this is the only consultation i had scheduled for today i'm gonna do all that i can to get them back to the consultation grab them and pull them back in email and be like i have another time slot later this afternoon let's make it happen that's sort of a scarcity mindset another area is like that's one less consultation for the week I really don't have enough time in my calendar to create another consultation. So that's scarcity around time. And then a final one could be like, this could have been a dream client that I might not be able to replicate in the future. So that's me thinking, or could have been me thinking, that there aren't more dream clients in the world. To all of that, it's nose across the board for me. Living abundantly is recognizing that if I can generate one consultation, I can generate another. If that person is interested in booking one consultation in the first place, then many other people want to do it as well. I have plenty of time to deliver more value into the world. That's a fact. And help those that are seeking coaching partnership to achieve their goals. I also do this in the airport sometimes, and I know in episodes in the past, I've been keeping updated on my flight chronicles recently because I've had a lot of delayed flights and canceled flights. I don't really even like to use the word a lot, but it is just... For some reason, that's just what it's been recently. But whenever flights get canceled or delayed, I think about all of the potential flights that have yet to be flown and can get me home or on my way. I always think about, sometimes I'll look at like flight maps of all the flights that are going on in the United States or around the world. And there are like planes everywhere. People are flying all over the place. So when this is happening, delayed flight, canceled flight, rather than being like, I'm totally screwed. That's the only flight to be had. I really like to think of ways in which I have an abundant of options, planes, trains, and automobiles to make it home in one piece. Otherwise, I'm just sitting there being like, all my options are lost. There's no way I'm going to make it home. That to me, living in scarcity is way more stressful than being like, but here are all of the options that are available to me right here, right now. And it doesn't have to be an airplane. It also falls in line with the saying that there are plenty of fish in the sea. This can be paired with a relationship or a friendship or a job opportunity, and living in abundance can make the process seem so plentiful. The more we live in abundance, the more we recognize the options that are available, rather than limiting our focus to the options that really aren't for us. If I were to focus on the consultation that didn't show, I would lose sight of all the consultations that are possible. I can make this one consultation no-show mean that all others in the future are going to be the exact same. And that thought process is not one that's going to serve me in the long run. I also have this friend, Anna, who lives in Chicago. We grew up together since we were kids. She lives here. Her family grew up here, too. In Chicago, we're both single and dating right now, which we're both sort of loving. Something that we heavily agree on. Well, we agree on a lot of things, and I think that's why we're such good friends. But it's the fact that Chicago has a fire dating scene for all people. So even when dates don't work out or when we get rejected or we reject someone, we recognize that there are so many options and it's absolutely ridiculous. Like to be in this city and to be single and to be dating really is a gift because there, in our opinions, are so many options and so many fish in the sea to choose from. So through that We always seem to be finding dates and finding out more about the city and ourselves through the dating process. I could be rejected a million times in a row and I could still utter the words, this place is filled with dating potential and I will absolutely find myself filling up the dating agenda. No problem. So that is a choice. In this moment, I have a choice to decide this place is filled with dating potential. I also have the choice to be like, this place has nobody. Never am I going to find a relationship in this dating scene. Like, I have the choice between the two. One option is going to lead to a totally different result than another. Where in your life is scarcity showing up? It could be financial. And if it is, how can you work on the relationship and the thoughts that you have with the money that's currently in your account and recognize that it's enough? And you have the potential to generate more. When you're grateful for what you do have right now, it opens you up to abundance so that you can get into a generation mode. There are also so many ways to make money, just like there are so many ways to get home outside of airplanes. If it's business-based, how can you focus on a large audience that you're currently operating with to share your value? I want you to go back one episode, episode 48, giving value for more information on how it's possible to give a lot of value to the audience that you're currently speaking to all of the clients that you're striving for could be in the following that you have set up right now the email list that you have right now or the relationships that you already have that's more of a business focus if it's relationship focus what's working in the relationship space and what else can you try to make friends and make romance if that is a priority to you also, say you're dabbling in working on relationships. Maybe you're like, I'm good in the friend space. I'm good in the romance space. Like, I've, I've achieved that result. But you want to make your relationships better. Look inside of the relationships that work really well. And why do they work well? Like, what is it that makes a friendship great? Say you have three great friends. Being friends with them is easy. It's, it's fun. It's lovable but you want more of that, I would first of all question, why do you want more of that? But also look at how it can be replicated in others. You have generated most likely those great relationship spaces right now. So being able to replicate it is possible. If there was a shift that you could make to recognize that there are many possibilities and options to get you from point A to point B during your travels, what other areas can you explore to live more abundantly and less in scarcity. So I use that travel example just as an analogy to show, yes, your flight can get canceled. But what are your options to make it home? So to go from one place to another, it doesn't have to be an airplane. I said earlier, like it can be an automobile. There are options to get you home. Sometimes you message someone on Facebook to be their roommate. And at the time, that's not an option. Then you realize that there are plenty of other roommates to be had. And in that energy, you later end up being roommates with that person after all. And that, my friends, is what we call living in abundance. Let's live there and let's see what happens. See you next week, everyone. In what ways are you tapping into the best version of yourself on a daily basis? Maybe you've been following me since the beginning, or maybe this is your first ever Better You Love Drew podcast episode. Regardless, if you like what you hear on the podcast, I want to take this information and apply it to your life today. That's what I'm here for. Working with a life coach helps make your already amazing life even more amazing. It's possible to set up really big goals and achieve them. And it's possible to change the way you are currently operating to show up daily for a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. And it's also a lot easier than you might think. Instead of thinking success like that happens to other people, let me show you how you can do it for yourself. Book a consultation with me via Instagram at Drew Ross Coaching. You can also do it via my website, DrewRossCoaching.com, or by sending me an email, DrewRossCoaching at gmail.com. The time is now and you are ready, I promise you. See you in the consultation.